We're here starting your day right with Marketing Espresso, your marketing caffeine hit of the day. Hello, hello. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Marketing Espresso. So grateful you have chosen to put this podcast in your ears. I am very appreciative. If you are loving it, leave it a review, tell a friend, tell a colleague, tell a business owner, whatever you do, tell someone. (laughs) Uh, That's the best way for me to continue to grow the podcast. And of course, you know, deliver you guys content that you want to hear week on week. If there's someone that you want me to interview, sing out and, you know, put them forward, get me in touch with them. Or if there's a topic that you want to hear about, don't forget to reach out, say hey, and tell me that you want to hear about it. So it's a Tuesday. So I have another brilliant guest for you today. This week, I'm joined by Nicole Smith, virtual COO, business operations specialist, procedures and systems designer, and ClickUp queen from the Artisan Business Solutions. In 2019, moving away from her corporate career as chief of staff, Nicole supported business owners to develop their unique working style and design a business that aligns with the life they want to be living. Nicole works with businesses to discover the space between what they're doing and what they want to do in how their day-to-day is operating. Specifically, she sees systems as a dance between people and IT, which means when Nicole designs, builds, and connects you with your systems, she's looking at syncing moving parts with your business needs. So excited to bring her today. I'd love to hear your feedback on the episode. And of course, feel free to reach out to myself or Nicole. I hope you love it. Nicole, thank you so much for joining me today. Hello. Thanks for having me. So exciting. I know. I'm very excited because as I actually just said to you off air, I feel like Sometimes this podcast is more for me because I learn so much from my guests, not just, you know, everyone that's listening. So I'm excited to have you on board today. We're talking about something that I think is very relevant for people with teams because this is your absolute master and genius and and the work that you love doing. And we're Mm. talking about streamlining the collection of content, which I think is a good saucy topic. It is really fun, isn't it? Because I know when you first start business, whatever, well, to be fair, whatever stage of business you're in, this marketing beast can seem to be like ever never ending where do I actually put my focus into and so when you actually create and shape a system to start to streamline the way that you're capturing information how you're processing and how you're actually sharing it out to the world it makes it more enjoyable and as a result you actually create this beautiful space that you didn't realize you were missing and all of a sudden, that those creative vibes come back in. I know that's what's happened over this side when we've really refined the way that we've worked ourselves. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. And what I love is you're bringing this whole operational lens to marketing that we don't often get. But I truly believe that good marketing starts with a marketing and operations team that are like married. They're joined at the hip because yeah. the people that are in operational roles are often the ones that are having the best conversations in the whole business. So getting content from them, I think, is key. And Toby's chosen to join us today with his squeaky toy. Everybody's so sorry about that. But we'll go back to topic. <laughs> He's excited. He's love it, love it. I love it. Oh, um, and I think <laughs> he does. I love it. It's so good. Um, so I think that one of the key things is, would, you know, when we're talking about when we've got teams and we're working together, it's a real collaborative approach. And when we're sort of working in businesses, you may have experienced, you may be in a corporate role right now and feeling how this is. Many times, all the departments are quite siloed. And so there's, there's almost these invisible walls. Even if you sit next to each other, there's these invisible walls between departments and departments. What is the most fabulous experience is when you actually like break down those walls and you encourage that 
that collaborative approach to working as a business together to work, you know, move forward to what you're actually trying to achieve, those strategies, those goals of your business. And there are so many ways that we can do this through tech tools, obviously go into all tools in a minute, but just generally having a look at how we talk to each other. What is it that we're sharing on a daily basis and how are we capturing it so that it's really easy to share with the outside world? Because I think you probably see that as well. There's so many things that happen on the day-to-day inside that we're like, oh, yeah, that's nothing, you know, that's not very exciting. But then when you actually put an outside lens on someone that isn't in the day-to-day of what you do, like, like, mind-blowing. gold. It's the gold because that's why they want to work with you, right? It's that stuff that's going on internally. And and I think they're the messages that our people externally need to be hearing as in our customers, our potential customers, because these Mm. are the, the points of difference that make your business different to someone else. And I think it's a whole cultural shift around, and I often talk about marketing centric business, and I can tell that we're totally aligned in that belief because it's about, I always say your external marketing is only as good as your internal marketing. So if you don't have the your, your team's working together, if you don't make everyone feel like they're a part of the business development and growth, how can you expect to grow a business when people don't feel like they're all on the same ship, if you will? They feel like they're, you know, siloed little survival boats off the main ship <laughs> rather than just, that's a really good analogy, actually. I might create yeah. some content around that. But, you know, just tethered by a rope randomly floating in the ocean, like hoping that you'll stay connected. Yeah. yeah, just screaming out, "Hey, how you going?" Occasionally <laughs> at the What's water cooler. Up there? <laughs> <laughs> I quite like this boat analogy. I'm going other places with yeah. that. But yeah, I think you know, I love that you and I are aligned in that. So, what is one of the first things that you could do if you're a business and you feel like, "But well, we're just so deep in our culture, not being marketing centric, and we're so deep with the the lifeboats being quite far from the main boat." How do we kind of bring it all back together? What's a few tips that you would give a business? And then we'll go into, I think, what a small business that hasn't even got people yet can do to kind of set that up. So first, let's start with the larger businesses that think they can't fix this. Where would you start? So the first thing that I really love to share with people and just to bring their sort of focus and mind into is that there is always a way to achieve what we're looking to create. It's just that it looks and feels different for everybody. You are siloed off into different sort of categories or different departments. Really, it's about, okay, what is our overarching business objectives and goals? And then once we all clear on that, that's a leader in communication down, right? But from a just a working as a team set up. How are we actually working together? Do we still have a notepad on our desk and we're writing our own to-do lists on there and we're just working like that? You may have started to use and adapt to using some technology such as Teams or, you know, Google, some of the, you know, functionalities that they have, but you're probably just scratching the surface. You're like, oh, I've got to go on a Teams meeting. So here I am. And how are we actually, what space are we creating for our businesses to actually communicate across teams, into teams, have that feedback, share those wins, like really celebrate those sort of learnings as well. Because in those sort of learning elements where we've realized we were doing it this way, but now we're doing it this way, what an achievement we can move forward from. It's all comes down to our communication. 
many businesses uh, talk about a communication strategy externally. So what's our brand voice? What's our, you know, what are our key messaging? How are we communicating all the platforms? But sometimes the internal one is overlooked. And that's where when you think about the day-to-day interactions, because you, you, are, you are, when you're a full-time worker and employee at a business, you're there a lot of the time, right? So how can we really enhance your experience? And as a manager or a leader of those businesses, how can we support you to support your team to feel more connected and supported in the way that they're working? Then that automatically starts to flow through with the information sharing, the knowledge and all of those things. So yeah, that's sort of where we like to start having that sort of look a higher holistic look at what's actually happening. From a human point of view, though, we do have the most beautiful opportunity to start to switch things up from the exact place that you are in your organisation. So never feel like it's always been done that way, so I'll just stay here. Mm, that's you a know, or, thing. Oh, it is, isn't it? Yeah. I put a post up on, on the old LinkedIn yesterday and it's kind of one of those, oh, it will just be easier if I do it. You know, yeah, I caught myself saying that the other day to my team member. I was trying to do the things and like, oh, it'll just be easier if I dot, dot, dot. And I was like, I'm stopping myself. I heard it. (laughs) I heard it. And my my team was like, we heard heard it. I'm like, yeah, if by doing that, by saying, for instance, I've always done it this way, we're really not allowing ourselves to explore the opportunities that arise. So when we're not helping our team to delegate, for instance, we're not allowing our business to continue to grow. We're also not giving our team the opportunity to achieve. Yeah, we're not so there's a lot more anyone. than no, exactly, yeah. exactly. And I think because this is a big thing, I think for leaders and employees and everyone at the moment is this concept of I don't have enough time because I'm so busy. Like busyness is like yeah. like a disease right now and mm-hmm. everyone is busy. Everyone's been busy for years. Like it's the, the most beautiful way to avoid change is by saying, oh, yeah. I'm too busy to do that or I'm too busy to give marketing feedback. I'm too busy to communicate the conversations I'm having with clients. Sales teams are quiet. I'm not going to call them out. Okay, I'm calling them out. Sales teams are very good at doing that. <laughs> You give them, you know, you give them, and I find one of the things is you get a lot of pushback when you try to implement change and efficiencies Mm. because people are like, oh, everyone's trying to change. Like, and it just seems very overwhelming, I think, for a lot of businesses too. So there's also a concept of like really, really empowering the the humans in your business. And that's how we get engagement and make them feel connected to the business and, you know, and want to, want to change and want to come on the journey of efficiency really, because who wouldn't want more time? And I think it's a really good point in the conversation to talk about this. So just because we have more time doesn't mean we need to jam-pack it with more things. And I think there's this illusion of if we as a business make things more efficient, then we're actually going to have to just continue being busy and busy and busy. Or actually, it's the complete opposite of that. We're wanting to make things more efficient so that that there are more, you know, the team feels more supported. They can achieve more in less time. We're more profitable as a business. There's so many pros on actually just pausing and having a moment of reflection. Again, I just recorded a podcast recently. It's about what is the cost of not making those changes, of staying exactly where you are. We used to be happy in 12 months' time. Yeah. And if if it's a no, then that's a real like, let's let's see what we can do. And it can be micro changes as well. So we don't have to come in and change the whole world. 
overnight. Right? I'm a huge fan you of not really... doing that. <laughs> I feel like no, I, exactly. I, I had a boss that gifted me the saying that I feel like I probably overuse and people are like, shut up, Beck, but it's don't boil the ocean because we don't yes. need to try to boil the ocean. Like we, we, it's yeah. those micro changes that actually make the major change. It's like when you talk about personal development, the first thing people talk about is the micro habits. It's the little things we do every day that actually make the biggest change. It's not saying, I'm only going to eat clean now. Like that is a huge change. It's something you're not going to stick to because Ben and Jerry's is delicious. (laughs) But, you know, it's it's that micro change of, well, I'll eat more greens with my lunch or, you know, that the little stuff that we can change that doesn't make huge changes to our life and make it feel hard. Because I think people think, especially if they have a cultural issue internally, they think that they're Mm. like, this is beyond me and it's mammoth and I don't know where to start with these small changes. It could be as simple as, you know, we'll say simple, so I'm going to remove the word simple, but something you could try is if you've got a marketing team and you've got a sales team, and when you think of sales and marketing, it's normally the flow on, right? They should be married. How often are you? They should be. How often are we actually communicating? You know, well, we maybe always hate each other. I, I have never yeah. worked in a, I've never, because I've been a CMO before. I've, I've been in many yeah. marketing roles in businesses and I've never had a sales team like me. I have actually managed to change culture though quite significantly in businesses yeah. I've worked in because I've made an effort on my end because I knew that the sales team needed support in a different way because I could see it. Whereas instead yeah. of just being like, I'm marketer, you do it my way. I actually opened communication, which had yeah. a huge, but sorry, go back to your point about you yeah. know, getting. No, no, but, but that's really important. It's really about listening, right? You are a human. I'm a human. What do you need as a human? And what do I need as a human, yeah. right? Make that connection. And it could be, you know, set yourself your own personal focus, your own personal, I call them bigs. I don't resonate with the word goals. I'm not a sports person. So we're <laughs> talking about bigs or micro bigs. Yeah, it was funny. Oh, I like that. Yeah. One of my colleagues pointed it out because I'm like, I'm not a goal person. She's like, yeah, no chisels, Nicole. Like you don't do ball sports. So I'm like, yeah, that's totally fine. But, you know, you might want to set yourself, okay, every week I want to have a coffee or a conversation with one person from the opposite team or the other team, let's say not opposite. You know, so if I'm in marketing, I want to connect with one of the salespeople once a week or maybe once a fortnight if that's, you know, flows in. And then it's, again, micro changes. So it might feel a little bit like you're on a first date the first time, even though you've worked (laughs) with them for 10 years. But over time, you'll get confident with each other and learn what that new calibration of relationship is. And then those things will start to, those conversations will open up. Did you see with this client, we had this fabulous thing happen or, oh, actually this happened, but we've learned this. Oh, as a marketing person, we can now translate this into a fabulous story for our humans, our potential customers to connect on into that's then going to impact it in a positive way from the sales, for a sales point of view. Yeah. So it's showing them that whole flow on cycle, that that one investment of time the longevity of a relationship that's going to be formed, the benefit of the company, looking at where the business is, what the strategies are, and what we're planning to communicate outwards. It's just a beautiful experience. And that's just using humans that we haven't even gone into tech. Like, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't even think we need to touch on tech yet. No. I think that is, yeah, I think that's epic. And I actually do think that like the human element of your business should power the tech. Like 
it shouldn't the yeah. tech shouldn't overarch yeah. that human element because you can't you can't do better than getting two humans to connect. It's like that's what you should want. It's great for culture. So yeah. because we're running out of time, I'm going to say to you, I'm a small business. I don't have people in my team yet, but I want to grow to a point. You know, I want to be a seven figure business. I've like got all these bigs, bigs. Yeah. I like this. Love one. it. <laughs> I'll do I make sure I set my business up for success so that when I do get yeah. people on board, we are, I would call it a marketing centric business. I'm sure you would call it something else, but you know, we have yeah. these free flowing conversations and we create this culture of collaboration, which I think is, you know, yeah. key. So this is exactly what we're shaping in my business right now. Awesome. So we've been open for about three and a half years or just to over three and a half years. Congrats. I've been, uh, thank you very much. We're just about to officially move to a company as of 1st of July. So oh, all the big fun things are happening over here. But we've been really curating a fabulous group of humans in our team over the last year. And what's been really key to that is the communication and collaboration that we do work together internally in the way that we're working and also to how we support our clients. And so a part of that is also the systems that set the business up for success. So we use a tool called ClickUp, which is a project management tool. It doesn't matter what size organization you are, if you're small or you're big, if you're finding you're still paper to do listing, go and investigate a project management tool because it will change your world. Yeah, I use um, Trello. Having, oh, exactly. Yeah, it's out of the brain into the system, right? Doesn't mean that you're losing the information. It actually means you've got more space up here now to focus on the important things, right? Yeah. So when you're starting out, it can seem like everyone is telling you to do everything and sign up to all the different systems. Choose something, start to capture your ways of working, create those processes that are those repeatable tasks so that as you're bringing on your team members, you've now got capacity to connect in with them as a human-to-human -human connection. So your business is now powered in a sustainable way from the inside out because we're really shaping our organization to support you as a business owner, your team that's coming in, and also your clients on the outside. I've been in roles where it felt like, well, I was the yes person, Nicole will fix it, like the list of like never ending. And you always feel like you're never achieving. Yeah. So if you can set your business up in that way, all of these things are going to easily flow on through. Mm, love that. That's fantastic advice. And I think it is very individual. So don't, mm. you know, like I, there's a few key programs that I say obviously help me in my business and there's other things that I know other people use. That I'm like, no, nah, I don't need that because I don't. And so it is very individual, yeah. but I think a project management system, a Monday, a Trello, ClickUp, whatever it is yeah. that works for you and your business, it's a no-brainer. And for me, I've just really given myself a bit of a butt kick about my CRM <laughs> because yeah. I was, you know, I was... I'll admit it. I help businesses implement CRMs all day, every day. I sell how great they are. And I was not using <laughs> yeah. mine properly because, you know, yeah. what, plumber, leaky pipes. Yeah, um, 100%. <laughs> but I will say using mine now, I just go in every single day. I see everything that I need to do. I see the people I need to follow up with. And it just gives you a funnel like no other. And it yeah. tells you who you haven't communicated with. And, you know, just these simple efficiencies that you can bring in. So, yeah, my brain, I can leave my work at work. And most business owners yeah. would say that's impossible. And I'm like, no, nah, I don't I don't even yeah. worry about my emails on a weekend because I know that yeah. not a heart surgeon. And I don't need to send yeah. myself into a stress frenzy over something that 
you know, I love my job. I love the work that I do. But in order for me to still love my job, I have to be able to leave work at work. Yeah. And that's the difference, I think, when you're establishing yourself at your own business. Yeah. You are a person who's working in the business, but it's not your full life. Yeah. And there is that kind of transition when you're in that smaller sort of starting out space or smaller business that you feel like you have to give everything. Oh, yeah. Um, and your identity so becomes fabulous. so tied. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. I don't feel like my identity is tied. Even though I've changed my business from a business name to actually my name, I feel less like I identify yeah. as my business now. Yeah. It's really weird. I love it. But anyway, that's yeah, a whole other tangent. Cool. <laughs> Well, I think I'm going to wrap us up because this has been excellent and I think there's been some absolute key nuggets in there that people can easily implement regardless of your business size because I think you're right, getting started when you first bring on people is obviously a lot easier than when you're at that point where you've got, you know, 100 staff and you're like, oh dear, none of them are talking and we're not getting good content. But I just want to thank you so much for joining me today and for all those nuggets. Did you have any last tips or tricks that you want to leave us with? Just lean into, if you know what you're wanting to create, the the vision for the business or as a team member, you know, the culture or the experience that you you can see it would really support, lean into it, investigate it, test and try it out because if we don't know what we don't know, right? So, you know, it could be just over the fence is that beautiful new experience that you're imagining. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Brilliant advice. Thank you so much. So where can people find you? All your details are going to be in the show notes anyway, but just so that people, we can wrap it up nicely. How can people find you? Fabulous, fabulous. So I am over on Instagram and all the socials at The Artisan Solutions. I'm also on LinkedIn as Nicole Smith. So you may have trouble finding me. So maybe go into the show notes and click on there. And our website is theartisans.com.au. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining me today, Nicole. I'm sure we'll have you back. You're welcome. Hi, Beck here, just dropping in to say that if you are struggling with your marketing planning, I have got the solution just for you. I have recently launched my marketing planner to the world and I am offering it to you at a 5% discount for listening to the potty. You can see what's in the planner and how it's going to change your life simply by visiting my website, beckchapel.com.au and heading to the resources section. When you're ready to check out, chuck in potty VIP and you'll get your 5% discount. Thanks for listening and I hope that it changes your life.